1: I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience.
0: Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's
2: your host, Stephen K. Vance.
0: It's Tuesday, the 6th of December, the year of our Lord, 2022. And huge news, a jury in uh, New York City. Found the Trump Organization guilty of 12 uh, counts, I think, of tax fraud. We're going to have Boris Epstein and hopefully Mike Davison later to explain the witch hunt on President Trump. Uh, James Baker, the former FBI general counsel, a very nefarious fellow, was just terminated. Uh, to Elon Musk tweeted out as general counsel over at Twitter. Another big story. Andy Biggs announced today, the congressman from Arizona, that he is running for Speaker of the House. Uh, he is going to be on the show later. Boris so Epson is going to join us later. We have Miranda Devine, Julie Kelly, Darren Beatty, and the Cash Patel all going to join us about FBI activity, uh, D- Department of Justice activity. We got Matthew Tierman. We are packed. And by the way, we're doing an extra bonus hour tonight whenever we get the popcorn, settle in, get dinner, maybe have an adult beverage, seven to eight live Real America's Voice coverage. We got John Fredericks and the Real America Voice team. I think we're getting Jenny Beth Martin. Um, We're getting Gene Seaver, uh, all these great heroes from down in Georgia. And here's the reason why uh, the um, uh, Sterling, Gabe Sterling, our favorite, just had a press conference a while ago and said he thinks it's going to be 1.2 million turnout today on game day. As we have said, if MAGA turns out and John Fredericks walks you through the numbers kind of on the early voting, roughly we were behind, they thought, maybe 200,000 votes, 175, 200, maybe 225 on the game day split, theoretically should be 58-42, that if you get a million, you can get close. A million one, you should get there, maybe tie it. Anything north of a million one, hey, it could be a come from behind upset win uh, driven by the camp turnout machine, the Ralph Reed turnout machine, the Tea Party Patriots turnout machine, and just MAGA in Georgia turning out to vote. Uh, by the way, we're going to have also MTG in that third hour with John Fredericks. John Fredericks i going to join us momentarily. We're going to go to Cobb County and Sally Grubb. Sally, tell us, just get get us up to date on what's happened. It seems like there's a massive turnout in the Peach State today in inclement weather. What happened?
3: Yes, Dave, we've had actually a great turnout today. Um, we had a lot of bad weather, and that's good for Republicans and bad for Democrats. They don't like to get out. Because they might have hair that looks like mine today for being out, putting out signs and uh, running back and forth to the Board of Elections to be sure that we have uh, free and fair elections. We still have a lot to do on election integrity, but we're getting there. And uh, we just always need MAGA to turn out because MAGA is the key. Um, there's been a lot of people that have been disappointed about uh, the vote, and it's hard to turn out the vote, but they know our country is on the line. They have got to get out. They've got to vote for Herschel Walker, and we're coming down to the wire, but things are looking good.
0: The mainstream media has, and particularly Politico and some of the the more prominent, um, The Hill, Politico, uh, all MSNBC every night. This has been historic that uh, Warnock is ahead. He's got this machine. This is going to be a complete beatdown of of Herschel Walker. Uh, What drove, I don't think anybody was expecting the scale of this turn. First off, the early vote was historic. Um, but no one was anticipating the historic nature of this turnout today. Was it the camp turnout machine? Is it just the dynamic, charismatic personality of Herschel Walker? Is it MAGA? Is it people concerned? Because you remember, in the special election in 2021, there was an issue about turnout, ma'am.
3: It's all of it together, Steve. We all have to work together to support these candidates. We cannot just have an island of just Kent supporters or just MAGA supporters. We have to all work together if we want to save this country. And we have to figure out how to do that. And it let me tell you what the key is grassroots. My people here in Cobb County have worked their fingers to the bone. Uh you have the Warnock people, the minute you put up a sign they go steal it. So it's it's getting that presence for Herschel out there. Herschel's done a fantastic job. His team, uh some of those folks are just amazing. Um, and he's, he's, he's an overtime and he is one that really lets the, uh you know, when the rubber meets the road and overtime, he's out there to get it done.
0: We said that today, we started actually the show this morning with, uh with the Tom Brady clip last night. We said playmakers make plays. And then we had John Furtick's on. Herschel Walker's had a history of being a playmaker and having a history of one, wanting the ball when the game's on the line. Did you see that here in this final draft? Cause they were mocking him and ridiculing him and, Saying, you know, all of a sudden he's popping up. He's got a different uh, uh, nasty thing being said about him every day. Did you see Herschel Walker actually just take it and, and drive this home?
3: Herschel is a winner. He is a fighter, and he is an ethical fighter. He never wanted to run a negative campaign. You know, people sometimes get in between that. uh, Hey, you know, I hate negative ads, but then they would come to me and repeat something to me that they saw in a Warnock ad, and I'm like, Do you realize? That you just heard that on a Warnock ad? I mean, come on. You know, Herschel Herschel is doing exactly what he said he would do. Run a clean campaign, have great people behind him, get the grassroots involved, and be the Georgia guy that we all need.
0: Tell us about Cobb County and tell us then about the turnout today. But tell us about your county. You're You're the GOP chair down there. It's one of the backbones of the country. Tell us about the county.
3: You know, Cobb County is a wonderful place to live and grow up. And I am a native here. And um, I tell you what, Steve, I'm ready to fight for this county. And that's what it's going to take, because whether anybody understands fully uh, what the implications are, the liberals are out for Georgia and they're out for Cobb County and uh, they're out for this this metro area in general. They have Fulton. There's a lot of great fighters in Fulton. They have DeCab, but my counterpart in DeKalb, Marcy McCarthy, is doing a great job there. The deal is that there is this normalcy bias with a lot of these people um, where they see the Warnock ads and they think that that's reality. But I'm telling you, I've been to Warnock rallies. He does not have the following that he claims to have. People are aware, but unfortunately, when you have control of the media, that's why we're so thankful for you, Steve. Because when you have control of the media, you put it out there and people tend to believe it. What folks have to do is get out, get active, action, 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 and see for yourself. He doesn't have the following that people think.
0: I want to say some Steve Cortez, who, who is a pretty good political analyst besides being a great capital markets guy. He has said for a long time that Warnock is, he believes, the most radical member of the United States Senate. Do folks in Georgia understand how radical Warnock is?
3: I don't think they understand it, Steve, because he has the word reverend by his name, which is real funny because I got a call from a local pastor who pastors a church that happens to be a a polling location. And he called me because he wanted signs out in front of there because there were Warnock signs everywhere. We had already put them up before. Then they got taken down again. So I go running over there to put more signs out. And the pastor said to me, he needs to have the word reverend. Taken out from in front of his name, he is a radical Marxist.
0: Wow, I want to. You know, Mitch McConnell came out today and said that uh, he didn't think Trump could be um, win the nomination or be elected president because these what he said about the Constitution was out. This at the same time, Mitch McConnell's on Capitol in the Senate trying to push through a two trillion dollar omnibus discretionary spending package that's not funded. It'll have to be just print money. He's trying to push through. This Defense Authorization Act it has all the woke nonsense in it. And we've got this one thing about the vaccine going forward, but it has all this woke nonsense that's crushed recruiting in the South. South is the backbone of the military. It's killed recruiting because of the woke nature of it. Also, amnesty. They've worked at a deal for 2 million illegal aliens to be am- for, for full amnesty. McConnell's backing that. And then the debt ceiling. They want to kick up the debt ceiling. The folks in Georgia understand and Cobb County understand how important the billet that uh, Herschel Walker will take, and how the country's kind of hanging on it.
3: You know, um, people do understand that, Steve. They they get it, but it's all about spreading the message to your everyday man, and that's my mission: get people to understand how these politicians, even if they're even if they're Republicans, how we have got to stand firm and we cannot compromise on things like vaccine mandates. We cannot compromise on things like. Student loan forgiveness. We cannot compromise on selling America out. It is not for sale. It is not up for grabs. And we have to, we have to educate the people on that. And so I encourage all my counterparts in the GOP, help people understand what's at stake. We cannot just sit down and let them do this. There's globalism in the Democratic Party and there's globalism in the Republican Party and people have to understand that.
0: Sally uh last uh, what you you still got to run through the tape there's a couple more hours and and I know you're getting out to vote and you're going to get back to work here for everybody that can hear our voice you've got to get out to vote this is a historic day in Georgia right now what are you hearing about what the aggregate number may be on game day uh in Georgia today
3: Well as as I'm on with you Steve I get a text message that came across that um some are projecting 1.4 million And if we hit 1.4 million, Herschel Walker will be the next Senator from Georgia.
0: I got to tell you, you had Ralph Reed, you had Jenny Beth Martin, you had governor Kemp's apparatus. You had all the different counties you had yourself and all your different County. This is, I mean, I I thought getting over a million would be very tough, right? But getting particularly what happened in, in 2021, and particularly there, are a lot, there are a number of the deplorables and MAGA that are discouraged, but, you guys just did a fantastic job there, and let's hope MAGA represents. Sally, we're going to get you back in the 7 o'clock hour for our bonus hour coverage, if you don't mind. I know it'll be, you'll be down at the Herschel Walker headquarters, ma'am.
3: I will. I will.
0: And we'll get you by phone. Do you have any of your – who are you down there with, any of your running mates? I know you, girl, you gals in there in Georgia can get in trouble quickly, so what? what who are you down there with?
3: You know, it's so funny, Steve, the lady at the board of elections, she's a Democrat, but she's my buddy. And we laugh and joke. And she's like, hey, keep it in the road. And I said, girl, you know it. I'll be down there with all my my great friends that we have. uh, We've been not we haven't had any sleep, but I'll be down there with Ralph Reed.
0: Okay, man. By the way, tell Ralph, the organization just did a fantastic job. All you guys, whatever the outcome is today, it looks like it could be a historic day of, uh, turnout in the, uh, peach state, the state of Georgia. Uh, Sally Grubb, the chairman of Cobb County, Georgia in a, in a fighter. Thank you, ma'am.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, Steve.
0: Thank you, ma'am. Here's why we're going to win and here's why we're winning, right? Is that you've got a county chair in Georgia that has a, a better grasp on the issues than you can go to Wall Street and talk to these, these clowns up there. She's just bang, bang, bang. You got globalist bang. Right, you got the illegal debt, you got it all. That means you're winning. Okay, we're gonna be packed for the next three hours. Let's just reset this and what we're doing. Uh, there's been a. As John Fredericks talked all week, and he was realistic, he said, "Hey, look, you know Warnock, and he saw this in all the different political. Uh, is just let me know when Fredericks is up. He's up now. T- John Fredericks, perfect timing. I'm gonna to toss right to you, Fredericks. You walk through the math, and you weren't there promoting people. Say, hey, look, these guys are early vote guys. Right. And and they've got a, they've had a huge turnout and it looks like they lead by as many as 200,000 votes. You're going to need a million to get close today at a 5842 break. You're going to need a million one to tighten it up. Anything over that you may do if you get to a million two, then a million one hundred and fifty thousand to a million two. Looks like you could pull it out. What's happening right now?
2: We, could we be north of that, sir? Yes, I think we're going to get to a million three, a million four right now. As of 2 p.m., 800,000 people have voted. And Steve, as you know, a lot of Republicans, they work. Everybody knows this. They, some that could have, many of our people have got two jobs. I mean, MAG is working people, right? They're the people that are coming to vote at night that have dirt under their fingernails, the actual people that the Democrats loathe, right? They like the people walking around with kale in a baggie, right? That's, that's their voter. Our voters work right? They got calluses on their hands. Will the lack of a red
0: wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Tex Bannon. To 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text BANNN to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's
4: your
1: host, Stephen K. Bass.
0: Okay, welcome back. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Mike Lindell is uh, keeping this up to 80% inventory clearance sale. He knows it's tough. And it's gonna to get tougher. He understands that you but you're still gonna celebrate Christmas. If you know anybody in your group that's a Worm uh posse member or watches the show, give them a gift from mypillow.com. That's mypillow.com. Promo code worm. He's got a you can take it back up until the last day of March if you don't like it. Full money back guarantee up through March on any product. Okay, so go check it out. you got the sheets, you got the pillows, you got all of it. Money back guarantee. MyPillow.com, the the home company of the armor piercing show. They're taking them down to Walmart, big big box, bed, bath, and beyond all of it. So make sure you support Mike Lindell and the great team up there in Minnesota. MyPillow.com, promo code Worm. John Fredericks, walk through some math. You John Fredericks we got an hour of bonus coverage from the Real America's Voice team. John Fredericks is going to join me at seven. John's doing a five hour, four or five hour. Uh, panel discussion he always does on, on Fredericks Radio. They're amazing. Fredericks, walk me through the math. Uh, they had a huge, massive turnout, historic turnout, record turnout, early vote. Warnock was up about 200,000 votes roughly, right? They did a good job. And you walk through the math. A million get you here. A million one get you here. A million two get you here. Walk us through that.
2: Uh, at the end of the day on Thursday, this race was Raphael Warnock's. That's why all the fake news is were on TV uh, basically dancing on walker and trump's grave you got that earlier in the week friday out of the blue we have this massive early voting turnout uh, nobody could figure out why it happened hopefully it's because we've been telling people in maga vote early we got this massive turnout on friday we shaved that by about 40,000 getting us down maybe about 180 you know 180 185 deficit now we go into game day where uh if you look at historical records on November 8th, Walker's going to get about 57 to 58% of this vote based on what happened on November 8th. So you just look at those trends. So look, we said, "Hey, we're down by about 180,000. If we get a million votes out and Walker gets 58%, you know, that's a, that's plus 160, you know, now we're in 25,000 or so. We're in we're in range of pulling an upset here. Every every little bit we go over that million, this shaves down. You get to a million two, a million three. Now you got Walker up. Like right now at a one million two, Walker's going to get, uh, 600. We, we estimate, uh, about 670,000 votes. You know, that's a significant bunch of votes over what Warnock would get at about 42% there. So, you know, you just, you just do the math. That's that's going to give Warnock about 200,000 additional vote, uh, more votes on game day today than Warnock has. If the vote's 180, Walker's going to win this race. But what is amazing is the areas on game day where the vote is coming from. It is from all the MAGA areas. The turnout in North Georgia. Nobody can believe the lines that are going on here. That's where we're driving the vote. Trump voters are turning out. We haven't seen obviously what's going on tonight. We were at 800,000 at 2 PM. We, we estimated by five, just an estimate from talking to some people. We're at about a million now. We've still got two hours and this is where we vote because we work, right? We get home from work and we vote. Everybody's got, you know, two jobs in our, in our movement. So this is why if we can get to the million three today, million four, which some estimates are, Herschel Walker is going to win this race. Look, Raphael Warnock went on Fox News hours ago, pleading with his Democrats to get out to vote. He said, we're not getting out in the rain. This doesn't make any sense. And hull, Warnock hull, hull, said hull, hull, right on Fox hull, hull, News, hull, 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 there's a pathway
0: for Walker. Hull, hull, hull. He said he said on Fox. he went on Fox News. Enough said. He went on Fox News. TV, That's right. Raphael TV, for, TV, TV for stupid people. John, how do people get to you between now? Yep. You're going to be the leadoff batter at seven o'clock on Real America's Voice extended coverage of Georgia. The one and only John Fredericks is there live. John, uh, how do people get to you? How do they follow you on social media until then,
2: sir? We got a hell of a shot to win this race. Just follow me at JF radio show, at JF radio show. And of course our panel live here in, uh, North Georgia. We're in Clayton County at the uh moonside distillery we started about 6 p.m we're going to bring you the coverage there you can find that on my app and uh look we got the we got all that whiskey here so we got great bourbon here so come out and join us in clayton county moonside even
0: if we draw this close it'll make that purchase of that radio station in georgia worth it so thank you thank you brother finally we're finally paying off down there in georgia I want to thank you very much, John Fredericks.
2: Well, a, seven. you're the, you're the, you're the one that told that you're the one that told Ann <laughs> to buy it. When she called you up, <laughs> remember that just, you, you told her to buy that. it or she wouldn't, well, no, she wouldn't have bought it. Right. She, we can't make off. a decision. She's like, well, calls <laughs> call Bannon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Brother. Secret, pipeline. At secret pipeline. Seven secret. Bad phone. At
2: seven Bannon, bad phone,
0: <laughs> bad phone. Uh, Big news out of Georgia. Speaking of Georgia, what's making this happen? The ground gain of Ralph Reed, the ground gain of Jenny Beth Martin, the ground game of like uh Sally Grubb and the folks in Cobb County, all the counties, MTG up there in 14, the Georgia 14. Um, you've got Kemps, amazing, he's got amazing ground game. Let's give the devil his due. Uh, but when we talk about these MAGA uh folks turning up that could tip the scale here, people understand that. The FBI understands. I want to bring in Julie Kelly. Uh Julie. This Newsweek article the other day was incredibly disturbing about calling them MAGA terrorists. The FBI is up in the game on MAGA terrorists. I want you to tell me about that, but also big breaking news. Elon Musk finally had a belly full of someone you've had the hairy eyeball on for a long time, James Baker. Tell our audience, who is James Baker? What in the hell is he doing as the general counsel of Twitter? And why do you think he was fired today?
5: So James Baker was... The general counsel to James Comey, a personal confidant of Jim Comey's as well. He was involved in the first uh, illicit FISA warrant against Carter Page. He was suspected of leaking classified information related to Jim Comey. Uh, He left, uh, was able to resign uh, on the FBI. I believe he was uh, being investigated by the inspector general. And he went to Law Fair, Brookings, et cetera, the usual, you know, uh, routine. And then he ended up over at Twitter in 2020 as their deputy general counsel. What's breaking right now, Steve, Matt Taibbi is tweeting that Barry Weiss actually is the one. Remember when Miranda Devine was asking why the FBI was scrubbed from the initial yes. trove of documents? Yes. So Barry yes. Weiss recognized that she, the documents she was getting was from someone named Jim. So she went back and said, wait, who's Jim? And they said, James Baker. And apparently she said her jaw hit the floor. So he was the one vetting the material going to the two independent journalists who are going to release the Twitter files hold on Hunter Biden's laptop. And, it, and Barry Weiss, Weiss this, is doing th- 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 this,
0: is Barry Weiss, right but this. This is what Miranda Devine said the other day on the show. They didn't have the date time group on the email. They had a James Baker email. She goes, "Hey, they didn't provide. They didn't provide the the timing of the email that had been wiped. Now we know why James Baker was vetting, vetting his own material. These Can't FBI guys are they're the scum. Are they the scummiest in the world? Julie Kelly. And by the way, Julie Kelly's Irish. I'm Irish. It's not easy for the Irish to say the FBI because when we were kids growing up, you know, uh, uh, prominent people in the neighborhood were FBI." Agents. It was a it was a revered institution, particularly among the Irish Catholics in this nation in the 30s, 40s and 50s. What happened? Tell us about how bad is Baker?
5: Uh, He's a bad dude. And so he got exited from Twitter today. That's what Elon Musk said. Uh, But as I tweeted, well, good for Elon Musk. He has fired one rogue, corrupt FBI agent more than William Barr, the attorney general, ever did, which was zero And so, uh, you know, a lot of this does go back to William Barr. These were people, not James Baker, of course, but all the FBI agents and supervisors and honchos who suppressed this laptop information and Bill Barr had to have known about it. So anyway, Jim Baker, as Jonathan Turley calls him, the Kevin Bacon of uh, the FBI and Russiagate. He is tied to the Alpha Bank hoax. He testified during William Sussman, uh, excuse me, Michael Sussman's trial. Uh, and admitted that they were good friends. So it's the same little cabal, all in cahoots. Anyway, James Baker out of a job tonight. One tiny victory for the good side today.
0: But but here's the thing too that this is when it comes when the big explosive nature of this. It's it's obviously during during Obama's time when it gets started. But a big hunk of this is under President Trump's administration. These are guys that he picked and sent Senate confirmed. Christopher Ray, who is Christie's lawyer. And and Bill Barr, who's a a Bush apparatchik, they're at the beating heart of this. And this is this. And by the way, we know we got them because you heard Zen master Jean-Pierre yesterday. He said, Oh, you know, it's old news. This is they don't want to address it. They don't want to do the mainstream media is not going to deal with it until they're forced to. And what's going to force them is investigations and hearings leading to criminal referrals. Ma'am, you agree with that?
5: I do. And what will be interesting is for Elon Musk now working with Matt Taibbi to find out everything that Jim Baker himself has suppressed, all the communications and texts. Who was he directly talking to? I mean, you are talking with someone who is tight with, uh, as you just said, uh, the Obama-Biden administration. Who is he talking to in the Biden campaign? Uh, there has to be a lot more communications that he did not produce to Matt Taibbi. And so now that he's out of a job, James Baker, uh, let's make sure that we see all of the documents. We'll see all the communications. And this will go much deeper, I suspect, uh, than what Jim Baker allowed Matt Taibbi to post last week.
0: Julie, can you just hang on for a second? Because I do want to address this Newsweek article because the headline mm-hmm. was MAGA Terrorism. And they have, uh, they have, uh, really thrown down. And one of the reasons they kind of knew how we're going to represent in Georgia and other places. This fight is far from over. It's just the top of the first inning. Julie Kelly from American Greatness. We got Andy Biggs who's announced he's running to be Speaker of the House all next in the war
2: room
0: fair warning listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner
1: Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. It's in my name, or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, he's calling you. You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name.
0: Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster and credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report, a $100 value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Here's your host Stephen K. Bass. You know we're seen all over Georgia on the Real America Voice, and we're heard all over Georgia by the radio station we uh, we own down there, or John Frederick's owns. I want to make sure everybody in Georgia understands you have to get out and vote, no matter inclement weather or not. This thing is coming down to the wire. It looks like a massive turnout today on game day. Every vote matters, and the Senate hangs in the balance—a fifty-fifty power-sharing power sharing relationship. If Herschel Walker's to win tonight is, is a game changer, particularly with Manchin these guys facing, re reelection. It could be absolutely a game changer with everything going on at Capitol Hill. We're going to get into it in a second with, uh, Congressman Andy Biggs. We need, we need your vote. You got to get out. Julie Kelly, we're pressed for time, but I had to get you on here. This Newsweek article is outrageous. It's something you've been covering. You've been covering the FBI. You've been covering DOJ. When they put a thing saying, Hey, the, and this is why Biggs is so important running for speaker. You need people with titanium spines to stand up to the fbi and the doj they're increasing funding and they say they're going after it's not domestic terrorism anymore it's MAGA terrorism that's the big bold headline in newsweek what do they mean by that what is it and how do we stop it
5: Um, so this is what we have said uh, for the last few years, especially since January 6th, that the FBI and DOJ are using the ruse of January 6th to target Trump supporters. And now they're openly bragging about it. So Christopher Wray has said for years that domestic violent extremism is a threat to the country. There's no statistics. There's no data to back it up at an FBI official talked to Newsweek. And disclose the number of cases, Steve, and that is 2,700 cases of alleged domestic terrorism in a country of 330 million people. More than a third of those cases, the FBI official said, relate to January 6th. We know, thanks to whistleblowers, that the Bureau, uh, the uh, FBI chiefs, are telling uh, agents in all 56 field offices to label January 6th arrests even low-level petty offenses like parading or misdemeanor as an act of domestic terrorism so they can bolster this body of evidence, uh, cook the books, and try to justify Christopher Ray's bogus narrative about domestic terrorists, i.e. Trump supporters, to continue to help advance the Democratic Party's narrative. and Of course, Joe Biden's uh, claims that we are all uh, quasi-fascists.
0: The guy living you covered Michigan essentially broke the case in Michigan, but you covered that the guy living in I think the pizza parlor in the basement with the mice and uh, this guy's clearly not playing with the full deck. Uh, did they add, did the government today ask for a sentence of life in prison?
5: Yes, they asked for life in prison for Adam Fox who lived in the cellar of a vacuum repair shop in a strip mall in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He had no running water. If he had to use the toilet or brush his teeth, he had to go to the Mexican restaurant down the strip mall. He was entrapped by this FBI, at least a dozen FBI informants, working with undercover agents and supervising agents to set up this sting operation. He was uh, got a hung jury in April. He was retried with another defendant in August, and thank you to a very, very flagrantly uh, active judge helping the government every step of the way and accusations of juror misconduct. um, uh, Adam Fox and another man, Barry Croft, were convicted the second time around. The government is asking for life in prison, comparing Adam Fox to Timothy McVeigh, And the brothers uh, responsible for the Boston Marathon bombing, absolutely atrocious, considering the number of children killed in both of those real terror attacks. Uh, And now um, this is, again, something else to bolster the domestic terror narrative. The entire sentencing memo is a disgrace. I posted parts of it on Twitter, and I'll probably be writing about it for later this week.
0: Uh, Julie, thank you very much. How do people get you on social media, ma'am?
5: Uh, Julie underscore Kelly, too, on Twitter. Julie underscore Kelly on Truth Social and Getter. My work is at AmericanGreatnessAmGreatness.com.
0: Julie, thank you. Okay, next, an American patriot. Let's play the cold open.
3: Republicans trying to make it harder for Kevin McCarthy to get the speaker job he very much wants, with Congressman Andy Biggs today declaring his own candidacy for Speaker of the House next Congress, saying he wants to defeat McCarthy and, in his words, break the establishment. Biggs is a key member of the far-right Freedom Caucus, a group that's expected to have a lot of influence with this razor-thin Republican majority in the House of Representatives next year. The House is going to vote on its pick for Speaker, Republicans at least on January 3rd, well, given their majority. That's the first day of the new session of Congress. Joining me now is NBC's Julie Serkin. You know, the question is, you, you need, what, it's 218, right, to get to be the Speaker of the House. Kevin McCarthy might not have it. Sounds like he doesn't have it, potentially. But Andy Biggs sure doesn't have it either, right? Unless something very dramatic changes.
5: Yeah, exactly. Look, Biggs' challenge is serious in that Kevin McCarthy officially has an opponent in this race on January 3rd. But it's less serious if you look at the chances Biggs actually has to winning the speakership himself. Because a few weeks ago, behind closed doors, House Republicans uh, actually did this before, right? It was Biggs against McCarthy, 188 to 31. Biggs surely picked up that sizable chunk in here of I want, support I want, taking it away. I'd, from-
0: I'd rather hear Andy Piggs than the guys at MSNBC uh, this is serious. And I'll tell you why it's serious. Andy Biggs is one of the most serious guys I know. Uh, he's got a very serious track record. And you don't t- take things on. You're, I talked to someone about uh, Brady last night. Playmakers make plays. You're a playmaker. Why are you doing this, Andy Biggs?
4: Well, you know, Steve, we are in a, an existential crisis in this country. And you can either choose to continue on with uh, a, a creature of the establishment and make no changes. And that's Kevin McCarthy, um, a, a, a congenial fellow, but he is an establishment creature and he's not going to change the trajectory or path we're on. And that means for the next two years, you, you, we've seen the damage done by the Biden administration in the previous two years. Can we stand as a nation for another two years of that? And so uh, it is a it is a close margin. It is an opportunity to leverage that in the sense that uh, I can ask my colleagues to let's change that path and trajectory we're on. We cannot take another two years of what's been going on. Um, okay, and you need the, let to me let me give let
0: me give let me give, you, let me give you a theory of the case on MS on mainstream media. All I hear is you need a speaker that can unite people and bring people together. An Andy Big speakership would be one of confrontation. You would, you would actually confront the Biden administration. Would that be bringing people? Do, in other words, is the theory the case of what Andy Biggs wants to do, which is confront this uh, executive branch, uh, and actually confront what's going on in the Senate or to try to have a group hug? W- w- which is so yours and what do you think is working <laughs> out? Yeah. This is
4: not a time for a group hug. Um, this is a time for us to stand up and be, um, soldiers and, And statesmen and fight the fight. I mean, we can, we can come together as I can bring the conference together. I mean, there'll be, there are things that, that the, the left side of my conference would agree with the right side. I mean, things like build the, build the fence, things like, um, Title IX repairs, things like, uh, get to the bottom of the COVID, uh, origins and gain of function. Those types of things both sides agree to. Well, let's, let's, let's agree to those things, but let's also agree to take on the Biden administration because what they're trying to what the Biden administration is trying to do is basically emasculate this country and take us over the edge so where it is irrevocably Marxist and, and uh, tyrannical we can't get there i mean the previous story and by the way Julie does a great job Julie Kelly does a great job this previous story of the continuing abuse of DOJ and FBI that cannot happen we cannot allow that to happen so we have to stand up and we have to say No to an omnibus spending bill, no to a continuing resolution spending bill, no to the NDAA, which is the National Defense Authorization Act, no to a debt ceiling lift. We have to say no to these things until the Biden administration, you are not going to get there and you're not going to have control of this. And we're going to use those as leverage points.
0: Do you have the the steel in your spine when all the pressure comes down to say, Hey, if they, if you, you know, if Biden, if you don't blink, Biden's going to shut down the government and blame it on you time and time again. Do you have, do you have the titanium steel necessary to take all the pressure from media, from donors, from lobbyists, from everybody constantly? Do you have that, sir?
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. I I believe I do. And, and Steve, I'll give you a a concrete example how you know it's true. When I was the Senate president in Arizona, they, uh, my colleagues, some of them uh, on the the squishy side of uh, Republicans, wanted to expand Medicaid. So they, I get a phone call and driving home says, come back to the Capitol. They're going to remove you from the office of Senate president and ram through Medicaid expansion. And I went back. The governor was against me. Every media outlet in the state was against me. And the, the, the soft side of the Republican conference was against me. But you know what? I got in there and I fought. They did get their Medicaid expansion. But we fought and the result was we actually moved to more conservative on other issues. We lost in the Medicaid expansion and did exactly what I said. We said there'd be, uh, you know, you would bring up hundreds of thousands of people on the roll. They've done that. But you have got to be willing to stand up for what you, what you know is right, what you believe in, because this, at this time, This time we were put here for this time, Steve, and you know this, this is and this is the crossroads of this country. We will decide in the next two years whether we're going to become uh, something that's, uh, you know, unrecognizable to people who love freedom um, or we're going to go back and try to reinstitute the constitutional republic that we are. That's what we need. And I can do that.
0: Give me, I want to give you a specific example. Joe Biden's handing out to look at the new chip factory in Phoenix, but he said he's too busy. It's not important enough for him to go to the southern border. What would Andy Biggs as speaker do about the invasion of the southern border and confronting Joe Biden, his regime? It's, it's not a big enough problem, he says, for him to go down there, sir.
4: Well, the first thing I would do is, is I, I would hold a competing event down on the border with the border patrol agents the rank and file it doesn't have to be management although the management is beginning to agree with me that something has to happen and you bring attention to it but it's not a one off thing you you bring members down to, uh, constantly you hold the budget hostage and you say you're not getting the budget we're willing to shut down this government until you start reinstituting title 42 which goes away in 2 weeks you know instead you know what's happening instead is they're talking about amnesty for DACA. They're talking about am- amnesty for farm workers. They're talking about other amnesties. You know what that is? That's a pull factor. You have got to stand up and say, we're going to use the leverage points we have. The leverage points we have is the budget. And right now, Steve, as you and I are talking, there's a good chance that the Senate Republicans um, are going to deal away our our biggest leverage point which is the budget and quite frankly i think speaker uh, uh, uh speaker candidate mccarthy needs to stand up and be stronger telling them don't do it senate republicans don't give into this you're going to kill us as a nation if you do so
0: Andy biggs how do people get to you on social media and your site to follow this because it's game on now you've actually announced and yeah. you're competing against mccarthy's so how do people follow you
4: you get to twitter and truth you'll find me at at rep andy biggs az At Facebook, you can go to Congressman Andy Biggs and and you can go to Instagram at RepAndyBiggs. Or you can go to biggs.house.gov and you can get uh, that information.
0: Congressman Biggs, uh, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here.
4: Thank thank you, Steve. Appreciate all you do.
0: High stakes poker in this, uh, in the speakership. This is Andy Biggs is a tough guy. So, like they said, he lost the first round 180. 8 to 31, but they're at least a, you know, it's command by negation. And right now they've got tremendous leverage. This, this fight for the speakership is going to be intense. And what's going on in Capitol Hill right now, just to, to, to recapture that uh, recap, um, put it in perspective. You've got the amnesty. He's talking about for 2 million, uh, DACA and everybody else, 2 million, uh, individual illegal alien amnesty. You've got they're trying to lift the debt ceiling. They're trying to prove. The defense bill, which is out of control, wokeness, but by giving us the, the vaccines going forward, um, in their, um, and they're trying to do, um, uh, the, the, uh, the rest of the omnibus and, um, let's see, the death of the omnibus in that, those three things right now, massive. And McConnell's in back of all of it. He's in back of all of it right now. At the same time he's trashing President Trump. What's happening on Capitol Hill this lame duck is historic. By any understanding, historic by any understanding. That's why you're going to need a tough speaker. Okay, short break. Matthew Chairman next. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to PublicSQ.com. That's PublicSQ.com.
3: Has
1: arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now. By the way,
0: it's totally free. Make sure you get up on Getter. You've got all the contributors here at War Room. Uh, Plus, we're doing live streams all the time. Matthew Tierman, our next guest. We we did one on Sunday night. Had a massive audience. I got to tell you, some of the best analysis on Brazil going. Also, 17 to 20 in Phoenix metropolitan area, we're gonna be doing AmFest with Charlie Kirk and the team. We're gonna be live every day, so you can kind of get there and or actually be live on the 17th, uh, 19 or 17th, 19th, and 20th. I think Sunday's a day off, but we'll be at the AmFest itself. Make sure you go to TPUSA.com/slash warroom to get your tickets today. We want to see all the posse members from Arizona, California, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas showing up. It's gonna be great. Great way to end the year. Fantastic way to start the year. Matthew Tiermont, by the way, Charlie's book, Calla Scamp, gotta read it. Got a special super discount price when you go to tpusa.com slash give me a couple of minutes on Brazil. Any any uh any uh up-to-date analysis because your your live stream with us the other day was fantastic.
1: I appreciate it. Yeah, and it's still up. Uh, and we're posting segments from the speeches from the rally on Saturday. And I'll tell you the Brazilian social media engagement is through the roof. Uh the Supreme Court has suspended and deplatformed more congressmen via Kesis, who had 2 million followers. She's been deplatformed. We know about Carlos Ambelli. Now it's up to 10 sitting members of Congress and untold numbers of journalists. I think they're a little scared. I think they know that there's a calm before the storm. We know. We've seen the videos of uh, military equipment being moved into place. Uh, but the Brazilians are fighting every which way that they can constitutionally and peacefully, including I believe that there's uh, members of the police force in Brasilia who are tipping off the protesters as to where Lula stays. Because last night at his hotel where he met Sullivan, uh, massive protests outside the hotel. And I'll tell you, if they wanted to be very physically aggressive, they could have taken total control but they're not, they're constitutionalists and they believe in the peaceful process and transitions of power. And they're going to use every ability they have to continue to get the story out about the fraud. And hopefully the military will do their job that's afforded them in the Constitution. More will be happening not, this week. Yeah. Census. Not,
0: not, not a good look to have Jake Sullivan, your national security advisor down there working with a criminal, transnational criminals like Lula and his team. Uh, Matthew, you've also got some other big announcements of events upcoming, sir.
1: Yep. Oh, I'm very happy to announce that the New York Young Republican uh, Club, which is uh, the oldest Young Republican Club and the most prestigious with a, a who's who throughout history, who's been members, many ex presidents. And it was a ossified barnacle establishment nothing club until some fire breathing populists, our mutual friends, Gavin Wax and your former producer, Vish Bora, took it over and turned it into the biggest Republican club, and maybe the biggest club at all on the right across the country. And every year their galas get bigger on December 10th on Saturday in Midtown Manhattan. They've just released a few more seats. You can go to to, nyyrc.com to grab a ticket. I don't expect them to last more than another couple of hours, but if you're in New York, give it a go. And I'm happy to announce that you, Stephen K. Bannon, the general... Will also be in attendance, but probably not wearing a tux like some of the others in this uh, black tie gala. Well,
0: you've Among got, them, by they- the way, the the gala is to honor and have speeches. I'm just coming as a as a That's participant because I happen your- to be I, happen, I, ha- I have I have work to do back east and in, uh, in in New York City. But tell us about there's honored guests. There's going to be some major speeches. Who's going to be there to speak? And uh, going to yep, be these yep. honorees
1: uh so the uh, the lead honorees uh domestic domestically uh m t g is coming and Jack Posobiec, our very own poso is going to be getting an award uh and then also we got we're we're growing so much if you remember the first one you got uh, the main award then o'Keefe then cortez we 've had Rudy get awards uh so many of the who 's who of our movement Don jr's going to be there. Uh, but the other award that I'm giving out, and I'm going to be very happy to introduce him, a good friend of mine, the former Slovenian prime minister, three-time prime minister, Janusz Jansa, an anti-communist, uh, the most based leader in the EU the last 10, 15 years, wow. a total populist, a total fire breather. I'm going to introduce him. He's going to speak. But in addition, the people that anyone who comes will hobnob with, besides you and Poso and MTG and me, and Don Jr., Raheem, Josh Hammer from Newsweek, Cortez, Rudy Giuliani, Andrew Giuliani, O'Keefe, Bernie Carrick. We got some great Europeans coming. Nicholas Best from AFD, uh, Marcus Buheide from AFD, Robert Roos from uh, J21 in Holland, who I urge everyone to go online and watch. The grilling he gave a Pfizer executive on the floor of the European Parliament about a month ago. He was on Tucker on it as well. Absolutely phenomenal guy. Harold Bolinsky from Austria, DeRoy Murdoch, Ron Coleman, Eric Prince, Daniel D'Souza Gill, Captain Marine Bannon. Uh, three congressmen elect, George Santos, Mike Collins, Corey Mills, War Room Posse, Natalie Winters, Jane Zirkle, Grace Chong, uh, some other foreigners like Gerald Gross. We got Rob Smith, Vicki Palladino from the city council, who's I hope one day will be mayor of New York City, Ashley St. Clair, Rob Smith. This is going to be a really size event. R.C. Maxwell for Project Veritas, who you've had on, who's a great spokesman for our organization. This is the biggest gala, I think, in the movement of personalities. Some of the other galas are bigger with donors, you know, people behind the scenes, the plutocratic elite. No, we are the fire breathers who are the speakers, the social media influencers, the fighters, the activists, and some of the best incoming congressmen as well. It is going to be size. You're going to be there. Uh dressed as well we can probably take that bet- on what you're
0: doing. <laughs> no, no. Bernie look I'm a populist. You want fire breathing pop? You got Bernie Carrick also. I think Christina Bob is going to be hey, there. Bob. There'll be dozens and dozens of people. You got many, many great organizations. Five, this one is the fire breathing. Yeah. The fire breathing populist. How do people if there are a couple of tickets left? How do where do people go for tickets?
1: There are. They were just able to release and make another couple of tables. NYYRC dot com this one is going to be one for the ages. Don't don't forget, we remember we did one during COVID in New Jersey, the Forbidden Gala, that caused quite a ruckus. I awarded uh, O'Keefe an award, Gates gave an award, and then Gates and Phil Murphy got into a month-long sniping match across national media, which was a lot of fun. So this is going to be one for the ages.
0: Anything that Gavin Wax and Vish Burra are, 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 are putting on or involved with will be over the top. That you can guarantee. So, Matthew, sure. how, do, how, do, how do people follow you for all the Brazilian news on social media?
1: M-A-T-T-H-E-W, T-Y-R, M-A-N-D, Twitter, Getter, and, again, calm before the storm. The military is not talking to any of the good journalists who have good relations with them. It feels like something's underfoot, like something's going on. So, fingers crossed.
0: Okay, we'll follow you, Matthew Tierman. Thank you. Okay, we've got three hours of coverage tonight. We're going to take a short commercial break. We come back. We're going to be on fire. Miranda Devine, V. Cash Patel, Darren Beattie, Naomi Wolf, Captain Emily Grace Rainey. The next hour is going to be lit. Then we're going to go back live to Georgia for uh, coverage as soon as the polls close there. Looks like it could be, might be a historic day. Get out and vote in Georgia. Short break. Back in the warm in a moment war room posse you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies they resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you i've got the solution Unplug systems a secure communications company has an app suite you can install on any android phone including its own uncancelable app store vpn antivirus and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.